0: knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring but this is the nerdiest part of the ring your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling i am your host for this week i am the five star man asa gray and joining me at this time
1: is the big d dalton anthony yo dalton how are you doing tonight oh uh, man we're back we, we get to do this and i'm super happy because i gotta talk to you again we, we,
0: we are back you make it sound like we don't talk unless it's on the show no when actually- that is just like
1: the f- the show is the least time that we talk no i was kind of grateful for the fact that we had a little toy run yesterday for a couple reasons um but like it was like all right well we won't have to pre-show as much because we got a lot of goofy fucking stories out in the car yesterday because that's usually <laughs> what ends up happening uh, for the people listening like we text each other i don't think there's a day go by where we don't at least acknowledge each other's existence like, we, we yeah. will talk to each other at some point through the day, like, even if it's something minor, because we always have bullshit to talk about. And then, like, the time that we get to talk like this is usually before the show, unless there's, like, a show that we're both at, or if there's an action figure run that we did. But we hadn't done that since, uh, oh, boss, what was it? With well, The last ECW show, it was a week ago. Mm-hmm. for uh, Fight was the last two? Saturday, it was the Saturday before. Before, yeah, Fight Night Round 2. And so that was the last time we'd seen each other in person, um, and so like I was like, oh man, we're gonna be on this pre-show, let's talking to each other for like an hour. Um, S- spoiler alert,
0: that was part of the reason I wanted to do the toy run yesterday. That was I kind of assumed because
1: like, and it's it like, worked I'm out gonna, in our benefit.
0: Dalton's like a puppy, so I'm gonna wear him out talking a little bit. I'm gonna tire <laughs> him out before bedtime so we can record it at a reasonable time. There Did some- it work? No, because it's 7.40, chat, and we're just now starting.
1: Well, all right. Why did I say chat? We're not, I'm not. Yeah, we're not live. Uh, I blame Success Vision in Cape Girardeau, Missouri for that, uh, because they fucked four or three pairs of glasses up for me. Uh, Listen to Podzilla 1985's AD episodes. I nominated them as my motherfucker of the week to Shannon, because they messed up not one, not two, but three pairs of glasses. They were so wrong that I almost puked, and I'm being serious. But now I get to talk to you and I'm super excited. That's fun.
0: I, yeah, it was one of those just like, uh, we're going to have stuff to like talk about, talk about. And at this, the way it usually goes is we don't record until like an hour after we've been on the Discord call. Yeah. So I'm going to wear out my little buddy. But then it worked out because we got a solid find. Uh, oh, so good. Cleared out targets, uh, a, the new AEW Unrivaled.
1: Yeah, Unrivaled. The
0: Yeah, the new Unrivaled wave. Uh, I got Keith Lee and Tony Storm, Dalton got Ricky Starks, and we found the one in 5,000 Billy Gunn, which, for those of you who have been listening for a while, is the, hey, there's not a non-chase version of Billy Gunn. We only made the chase version. We only made him as a chase. Yeah. So the the rule that we have whenever we're toy hunting with each other, if there's one thing that we both want, Ty goes to the driver. Yeah. But... I knew Dalton would have, would get more enjoyment out of, like, having it, so, and I have the three-pack, uh, the acclaimed three-pack, so I was just like, he had the Tony Storm in his hand, and I was like, let me buy the Tony Storm now so I don't have to order it online, and then you can have the
1: Billy Gunn, so, yeah. that,
0: ended up, that ended up being a good a, a good little find,
1: so. And, and the Tony, and, not the Tony Storm, the Billy Gunn torso isn't stained like it is on the three-pack, and I'm a displayer, so. Yeah. It worked out perfectly. Oh, shit, yeah, uh, wrestling with articulation. There's a couple things I want to talk about now that I'm looking. Like, I'm looking directly at my collection right now. And I was like, yeah, I haven't. We have not had a show since getting the House of Black figures.
0: Which, apologies, that's on me. Uh, Life got kind of in the way for a couple weeks there, but we are back. We are ready to talk about wrestling. Dalton's got some wrestling figures to talk about. Will we finally talk about WWE 2K24 the week before it comes out? stay tuned but if if we keep going the way we are now the answer is (laughs) no that's why i'm trying to do the intro Dalton. oh my god we're gonna be talking about aew revolution is this saturday we'll be previewing that we got some news from the week but before we get into all of that we start every episode with the power of positivity because the internet and the world can be full of such negativity and toxicity for no real reason We try to do a small part to put some positivity out there. And we encourage you to do the same by leaving a comment on social media or just telling somebody that the stuff that they're doing, you enjoy. And mine comes from Elimination Chamber, which we did. I didn't watch and I didn't watch it because one, it was uh, like I. So I actually woke up that Saturday at like five in the morning, just randomly like I had to pee. And I had the thought of like, oh. I could probably just, like, stay up and watch Elimination Chamber. But then I was like, oh, no, I have, like, a two-hour drive to get to WrestleMax tonight, so I need to be responsible and get some sleep because I ended up not getting home until, like, 2 a.m. that night, which I went to the after party with and sat and talked with Ben Simon, who just rules. Uh, But I (laughs) stayed way later than I anticipated, so it it was a good thing that I didn't stay up to watch it. And then I just i i saw the results and it literally nothing came even close to being a surprise which isn't always a bad thing yeah but because we've said it before predictable doesn't mean bad but like this one was like stone cold predictable of like oh beck becky wins Rhea retains in her home country mcintyre wins you know, the Kabuki Warriors retained. Like, yeah, there, yeah. there wasn't it's, really
1: anything. It goes back to, like, my, my least favorite thing about pay-per-views. And this mainly, like, AEW's done it once or twice. But um the placeholder of the pay-per-view, where it's like, hey, we got to get this pay-per-view out. So here's Elimination Chamber. Uh, I, like, it's good that they do that because hot-shotting something or doing something just to pop the number Isn't worth it, especially when you own the network or whenever like you have your own wing and Peacock. Like Mm -hmm. it's unnecessary. So like that's not me shitting on the fact that they do it. It's just it is a bummer. Like especially if you wake up at uh, four in the morning to watch it, and it's just kind of like it happened. Yeah, like that. This very much.
0: This very much felt like more of a broadcasted house show, yeah. than an actual like pay per view, and that's crazy to think considering they had you know two chamber matches in it, but yeah. But this is power positivity, and mine goes to Kevin Owens doing the choke slam for oh, yeah. the Make a Wish kid. Like yeah, that is that just a he he met with the Make a Wish uh, family the kid wanted to see him do a choke slam so he comes out of the he like it's like the third move he hits yeah. out of the cell is uh the choke slam on la night and they brought it up on commentary cuz like the choke slam is not normally in kevin owens's you know move set yeah. it's not a thing that he breaks out every single time but so to see him do it and the reason behind it was just like oh i like that that makes that legitimately like made me happy
1: yeah um Mine this week also comes from Elimination Chamber, um, and now that you said Kevin Owens, I kind of want to change it to uh, Kevin Owens just headbutting Logan Paul Seldor, like eight times in front of him. That was pretty dope. Loved that. Uh, but no, mine goes to the main event: Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. I really enjoyed that match, and it goes back to the whole like, I'm not gonna make the main joke, but like Bad Bunny getting that uh, entrance at Backlash last year. Mm-hmm. And, like, how hyped the crowd was. Like, it was really cool for Rhea Ripley to get that. Like, yeah. this very much, like, was a Rhea Ripley showcase. Like, they let the, they got to be the main event. Um, they had a really solid match. It was probably Nia Jax, like, one of her best matches she's ever had. Um, and for it to be, like, really fun and the crowd be into it. And, like, it, it's cool that Rhea got that. Like, and it's cool that WWE, like, gave that to her. Because how many times do you have a bonafide, like, hometown hero at a show, and it's just like, and they are the second match. And, like, the crowd is super hyped for it, and then that's the second match. Like, it's cool that they gave it to Rhea being the main event. Especially with yeah. two chamber matches. You could have put either of those chamber matches up, and that been the main event, and be like, well, that's the name of the, the pay-per-view, so that makes sense.
0: Yeah, but it's kind of, it, 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 I think you're right in the... What else was going to be the main event? Like that crowd was there for her. That was, you know, she is the biggest star at that show, especially, you know, it being her home country. The first time she's gotten to compete in a WWE ring uh, in front of like her friends and family in her home country. Yeah, it is. It is a super special moment, a super cool moment. And the I love that it did not rub off on the rest of Judgment Day. Like, they were not faces. I oh, saw yeah. the video of Dom trying to introduce Finn and Priest. And they had and, to like, cut it? It sounded like they turned his microphone down. Because the crowd was so loud. With, with like, just booing him out of the continent.
1: Yeah. And, like, they had, like, didn't they have to, like, cut the feed? Because it was just, like, a wall of people flipping him off? Yes. And that is, again... It goes back to, like, Wembley being like, maybe we should give the UK some shit because, like, Wembley shows up and shows out. Fuck it. I, like, I'm not gonna wake up at 4am to watch it. But let's give Perth some shit. If they're able to fuck up a feed because they're just flipping motherfuckers off. I like that energy. That's, that's, that's a group of people that I could hang out with. This is how I alienate any possible future Australian
0: listeners. But, like, the Australian crowd reminds me of just, like, if Europe had a Philadelphia... (laughs) <laughs> it's australia that's what it is though <laughs> like that is the energy that they are bringing and it is amazing oh but also can be devastating
1: yeah uh and sorry we didn't make this either of our power of positivity but uh this is our honorary mention for both of us i'm speaking for you um Our truth ending up in austria instead great Great backstage segment. Loved that. I laughed mm-hmm. way too hard at that whenever it was just like, I think I'm here. You're in Austria. That's no one else good. Is, no one else
0: is here. Like, where is, the, where is everybody? Yeah. The arena's empty. The hotels are empty. I don't know what's going on.
1: That, that, our truth is for like the 80th time in his career, just really in the twat, like just fucking killing it with the goofy shit he's doing and getting away with. He's getting DIY over his DX. The... He- so the video he did where he's like,
0: Ch- Champa, I see a lot of HBK in you, and he pans over it. It's, and, it's HB- HBK. It's actually HBK at the NXT office. Um, so the Gunther promo from Raw, where he's like, I see everybody talking about like who they want to wrestle me. He says Sami Zayn, and the crowd cheers. He says Chad Gable, and the crowd cheers a little bit louder. He says The Miz, and the crowd cheers a little bit louder. <laughs> but, which he can't, because The Miz gave, you know, he lost that match, so he can't challenge for the title again yeah and then he says our truth and the and crowd the crowd goes nuts and i'm yeah. like oh i don't know if i that's necessarily the match that i want to see but i'm very on board with like
1: yeah he can't our
0: truth like serious run not oh, like no. serious run but like
1: them a giving him competitor, something editor
0: but him being yeah like him yeah him being serious, like, not serious, but him being taken seriously in the ring is, like, a legitimate competitor. Yeah. He can still be, you know, silly and goofy and, and dumb, but just, like, oh, but, like, in the ring, the dude is a veteran and knows what he's doing. Like, I, w- I would be very on board with that.
1: Yeah. Because, like, it's important uh, to know, our truth like, invented wrestling with Jesus and Axe Allward. Like, dude's been around forever. And
0: Bobby Fish.
1: And, and, oh, yeah, and Bobby Fish. My bad. Uh, But, yeah, it's just... It, he is consistently cracking me up. The fucking Judgment Day live, laugh, love shit is we've been gone for such a long time that I don't think we've mentioned that our truth has added live, laugh, love to the Judgment Day lexicon.
0: No, I did. I think you oh, missed you the show that I Yeah, I think oh, you missed okay. the show that I talked okay. about that. But yeah, because, yeah, I, yeah the, the, the Judgment Day tagline, of, the famous catchphrase, live, live, laugh, love. love. Yeah, no, it's been, archie has been doing such good stuff so but the road to wrestlemania continues we will find more out about who gunther will face at mania here in the next couple weeks but that's not what we're here to talk about tonight uh let's jump into the revolution preview and then we'll finish out with the news stories and wrestling with articulation excuse me uh aw revolution is this sunday march 3rd uh I'm very bummed that it is Sunday, March wor- 3rd. I have a work because, trip all day Saturday. I'm fine with it. <laughs> but I have to work Monday, Same. Mar- March 4th, 4th. <laughs> which is when this pay per view will probably go off the air. And I just, it's hard for me to do those early mornings after staying up that late because. Oh, yeah. At some point, I became a decrepit old man that just can't hang anymore if you're young and you're listening to this and you're laughing it'll happen to you you'll think no it won't it will and sooner than you think it will
1: so oh god tick tock buddy the kevin k chair shots that's when i realized i wasn't 25 anymore like (laughs) i've had my times like wrestling flood and i was like man my neck hurts and then i couldn't move for like two weeks that was bad the those fucking chair shots two weeks ago i like i woke up the next day and i was like Oh, no. And then I had to go fix somebody's battery that morning. Mm -hmm. I was like, yep, nope. I am. I am in my 30s. This is cool. It'll happen to you, Michaela. I know you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He's going
0: to pop and then it's just going to be like
1: pop a lot more every other time you stand up. I don't know how old Dylan is. He could be he could be 23 or he could be 44. I don't know. Not forty-four. That's not fair. He could be he's definitely your...
0: not forty-four. He could be twenty-three,
1: or he could be your age. I was gonna say, I think, I think he's on the spectrum
0: of you to me. Okay. If I had, to, if I had to guess,
1: yeah. But I was like, who else listens? that I know. Derek's old as shit. Um. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, A-W... yes. What's gonna happen to you? AEW Revolution. AEW Revolution.
0: I'm gonna be very old watching this, but I'm excited. Like, this is a really stacked card. Um, and what we usually say is, well, the matches will be good, but the story to get there just isn't great. And like genuinely happy to say, I don't feel that way this no.
1: time. Yeah. They did. They did a lot of work this time.
0: Like there, there is a lot of really good shit leading into some of these big matches. Um, one heartbreaking thing though is, uh, what was it called? Hang on, because they had to change it. The so originally scheduled was the AEW Meet Madness match. <laughs> it was going to be. It was originally supposed to be Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Lance Archer, Miro, um, and Keith Lee. Yeah, or, Miro and Keith Lee were originally planned for it. Uh, pair. was. It came out that they are both sidelined with injuries, which is a bummer. But, and so instead of the Meet Madness match, they've uh, added more people and it's called the All-Star Scramble Match. The winner will receive a future AEW World Championship. I am so hoping this is just a, like, dedicated, hey, you get your AEW Championship match at, you know, the, um... Next pay-per-view.
1: Or the next Maybe not event.
0: even... Not even next pay-per-view, but, like, the... What's the the, Sasha ba- the Mercedes show that's uh, coming Boss up? Boss
1: Town. Uh, no, no, no. It's, uh... I know what you're talking about. I can't think of what it is. Uh, all balls, what they call it? You know what I'm talking about. Is it... this is picking yes, up? Yes, I, I know what, I,
0: what what you're talking about because I'm the one that mentioned it.
1: Yeah, yeah, Uh, fuck, I can't think of what it's called. Whenever they're People in Boston. S- A.W. What's it called? I
0: can't yeah. I even... I don't even know how to Google it. Holy crap. Yeah, uh... Someone's what? screaming at their phone right now. Yeah,
1: and it's gonna be me tomorrow whenever it... Fucking dumps in my head. Big business. I knew. I said business, like going into big business. Like I, I didn't say big business, but like business is picking yeah. up. I did say that. I was there. So I was, I was know, in the right yeah, ballpark, like, wrong seat.
0: So yeah, AEW championship match at Big Business, or you know, Winter is coming. Just fighter fest, themed, something like that. Yeah, one of those yeah. themed dynamites. I, I really hope they don't do another just like cash in thing. Or yeah, so but the participants in the All Star Scramble match. Chris Jericho, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Lance Archer, Hook, Brian Cage, Magnus, and Dante Martin. And I'm like, this is a good lineup. Yeah, I'm I am very much into this lineup. Um, it's a lot. I'm better unfamiliar than the- with Magnus. He's one of the uh, CMLL competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like when I see this. When I when I hear these names, Jericho, Wardlow, Hobbs, Archer, Hook, Cage, Magnus, and Dante Martin, it's a scramble match, but my brain will not let me recognize that it's not a ladder match. Yeah. Because, like, you got some flippy-doos, you got some bases, like, I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but, like, I do want to kind of see that as a ladder match.
1: But, yeah.
0: They'll put something really cool together, I think. That'll be fun. This is just kind of more of a, let's get as many people on the show as we can.
1: Yeah, hopefully uh, Cage wins that one. Really? Yeah, because, well, I really want Swerve to win the the AEW championship. Spoilers. Oh, I'm sorry. If you're listening, to if you know (laughs) anything about me. Oh, you mean... Actually, I will say this is probably the most... uh, Dalton-Anthony appreciation main event I've ever seen. I don't think you could get me more happier than this. Fucking- hey, Oh, no, you can, because one of those
0: three has to lose.
1: Actually, two, two of those two those three have, have to lose. Yes, but that means one of them gets to win. I, I am the winner, no matter what. The numbers are not on your side, Dalton. That's 2v1. Yeah, I know, but one of them gets to win. That means one of them is walking out with that title. I... Uh
0: there's I no I, like
1: the only one that i could see like trying to figure out who i want to face it and again maybe if it's a one-off match like is what it will be i'm just thinking like making the mogul embassies which i know isn't a thing anymore but that connection mm-hmm. if swerve wins it now he has to face cage which again if swerve wins it and that's his first challenger coming out of it not a bad one i just
0: the the double turn that we've seen with swerve and hangman which isn't a hundred percent like I guess this past Wednesday's about as close to cementing it as they may get um, because Hangman really does play that tweener role well. And so does Swerve like he's likable, but he's also evil. Yeah. Uh, I don't I. I don't I like Mogul Embassy is as, as an idea and I like Swerve with a group. Obviously, he would do fine on his own, but I don't necessarily want to see that split. Fair enough. And it's the same, like, I, who I think will win this match depends on if they announce when the winner gets their title match. Mm-hmm. If they haven't already and I just missed it. Because, like, if it is okay at whatever the next pay-per-view is...
1: Jericho. Then,
0: no, Wardlow. Uh, oh, yeah, my bad. Because I think they can continue the Undisputed Kingdom stuff because that was the mission statement was Wardlow would get the world title and Roderick Strong gets the international title. I think you could build that as like, okay, now the undisputed kingdom has a path. And then that'll ultimately maybe brings back MJF. And you know, you get, you get into that. If it is just like a, Hey, all right. The winner this Wednesday on dynamite faces the, either Samoa Joe who just retained on Saturday or the new champion. I think that's when you get someone like powerhouse Hobbs, Mm -hmm. Um, I mean Cage isn't a bad pick maybe even Dante Martin Lance Archer's challenged for the title
1: before I don't want Dante Martin winning that if it's for the AEW title I think I I think it would be whoever
0: wins this I don't think especially if it is the oh your championship matches in four days three days I don't think they have a shot in hell like obviously oh yeah but like it would be cool to see Dante put in a high profile match like that
1: i guess now this is
0: where we this is the thing though is i know i say that knowing they're not going to have the follow-through on it we'll get be like oh dante martin looked great in the main event of dynamite and then he's just back with top flight or in the trios with uh
1: action andretti yeah because i mean that's basically like kind of what they did with hook we gave him the hook yeah we, we gave him the hook symbol um or signal and he had a – it was an okay match with Joe. I didn't hate the match between Joe and Hook. It wasn't my favorite. Like, it was decent. Um, But, yeah, it feels like we haven't gotten a lot of follow-up through with Hook. But a lot of things are working against Hook right now. I hate the FTW title. Like, I don't think that does anybody really any good because it's branded as a not AEW title. Right. Like And
0: you, it's a company that already has an abundance of championships – yeah. So it just it doesn't it also doesn't really feel
1: special. Yeah, I say that as if I just didn't buy an action figure last night solely for the FTW title. Yeah, it's true. That's just who I am as a human. Uh, but yeah, no, um, it's a lot better than the last uh, at world or at world's end. Is that what it was, or was it just world's end? I think it was show? just world's end. World's end. I think at world's end was a Kingdom Hearts thing. Anyway, world's end that battle royal they had for the TNT thing. Do you remember the text message I sent you, were just being like, "Well, this was a battle royal." Like, the lineup was just, like, there's, like, two people that could win it. Lance Archer was in both of them. Like, it was, uh, and it was okay. Um, and the payoff was, I mean, the payoff was what was expected after you seeing Killswitch win it. But, um, yeah. Because That's, it
0: was all, like, but that, see, now, in defense of comparing these, those two matches, the World's End one, if I'm remembering it right, was, like, a 95% tag, tag teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas these are all singles acts. I mean, minus Dante Martin and, uh, you know, Cage is in the, he's in a state, mogul yeah. embassy hook is with whoever decides to be. He gets paired with that week. Yeah. Hobbs is in the, the callous family. So, I mean, there's allegiances, but,
1: but the other, the other I, one were just straight up tag teams,
0: but, but everybody in this match, you know, minus Magnus, but Magnus has been part of that CMLL exchange. Like, everybody has been presented as a relatively big deal in this matchup. Like, to the point where I genuinely think, like, there's not going to be a winner of this match that I'm like, oh, wow, really? I yeah. It'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. And with people like Wardlow and, and maybe even Hobbs, like, kind of being a little bit more obvious. I don't think the one that I would least be, I would be most surprised by, honestly, is Jericho at this point just because he's been pretty far removed from the main event and it would be weird to kind of have him be a throwaway opponent for a champion but I don't think it's out of the question so yeah. it'll be interesting to see who ends up with the win and where the title match takes place next up is FTR versus Blackpool Combat Club uh, John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli I this is another one that like I dig the build. It's not a hundred percent what I would want it to be for these four guys, but it's solid. And I only say that because of the Blackpool Combat Club versus like CMLL stuff. Yeah. That we've been that's kind of been in between. They had their match, it went to a time limit draw. Both teams are just like, but fuck that. We're better than the other team. So let us show that we're better than the other team.
1: Yeah. It's I know kinda... more
0: '80s. Re- I know more '80s wrestlers than the other guy. No, I know more '80s wrestlers than <laughs> you.
1: Hey, I love that. That's the feud. I need you to know that that hits really hard for me.
0: Yeah, no, it's <laughs> great. Like I said, I that wasn't a part that I was like, oh, I'm down on this part of it. It was yeah. just the kind of detour that uh, Combat Club took. Uh,
1: yeah. This is also, I love tag team wrestling, and this is gonna be the most tag teamy of tag team matches. Because, again, like, say, like Cesare, Claudio's WWE run, what's the one thing you can say about it? Man, he made any tag oh, team partner he was working with. Fuck it. That was the team.
0: He's up there with Kane as, I think, one of the more underrated. Like, he will go down
1: Versatile. as just
0: one of the most underappreciated tag wrestlers. Yeah. Which is cr- because, you know, Kane had so many partners. You know, RVD, Hurricane... X Pac, like Undertaker, Big Show, like Kane made those teams work as well. The the team, hell no, but Claudio Cesaro, every single one, fucking ruled. Well, for the most part, there was a couple like the Un-Americans. Oh, okay, not the not the Un-Americans. The uh, We the People, the the real Americans, real Americans. Um, there was some Django istic
1: bullshit name yeah. i knew but like um, tyson Kidd the, and cesaro the bar amazing
0: the bar one mm. of the better tag teams of that era
1: the kings of wrestling Mm-hmm. like so good um mox is great ftr is gonna be the like tag team of our generation which is saying something considering how many great like the 1990s and the 2000 like 18 to 2000 and 24 like those tag team eras are fucking nuts um with just the talent and i think ftr is going to be like one of the bright like it's like usos ftr like those are my top two um and yeah no like this match is going to be silly and i'm going to love it and there's going to be at least three bumps that we're going to be like but did they need to do that um and the answer is probably not but fuck that was cool uh yeah it
0: was it it'll be fun it, I'm very excited to see what they put together too because like a lot of them have a very sim like they kind of have that similar mentality
1: mm-hmm.
0: like they they draw a lot from the same uh they draw inspiration from a lot of the same places yes it it seems like and i'm i i like when just like like you i'm a big fan of tag team wrestling And I'm a big fan of when people are just like, no, we're going to go out there and wrestle. Yeah. And I'm just, that's, that's what this is going to be. And it's going to rule. Who's the winner? Us. (laughs) Yeah. No shit. Uh, The AEW TNT championship will be defended as Christian Cage defends against Daniel Garcia. Um, This is. (sighs) I want to say this is one of the matches that I'm most excited for on the whole show, but like the more I look at the card, there's I'm like the match the match I'm most excited for is every match,
1: mm-hmm. except
0: for maybe like the scramble match, but even that'll be like that'll be fun. fun. I just don't. It, that's going to be the like train wreck match. Yeah. Whereas like everything else, I'm kind of like, all right, there's there's some places this could go that will lose me and then because I think there's going to be some bullshittery going on Uh, um but including in this match because like you're going to have cage is going to have kill switch and and nick wayne out there and nick wayne's mom uh daniel garcia is going to have you know adam copeland you got you have to assume is either going to be he's not listed as being in his corner but like you got to think he's going to be he's going to make his presence felt to kind of be the equalizer daddy magic is going to get involved because he's pretty much been a part of this feud as well Mm -hmm. but the match itself is going to rule christian cage i keep using the word underrated but like one of the most underrated professional wrestlers of all time i think people are finally get like this run is cementing him as one of the greats
1: yeah just not
0: even just just aew but in pro wrestling yeah, this is and, really
1: bookending a, a great career. If this is, like, if this is like his last couple of years. Like, this mm-hmm. run is definitely a bookend. Oh, there's Zeb's Paul. That's all oh, so sad. Sorry, he's <laughs> scratching. Um, Like, he's going out on the highest of notes if this is, like, his last couple of years. Because, like, mm-hmm. he is... Him and Dirty Dom are, like, the two biggest heels in wrestling that are proper heels. Right. Like, yeah, people are cheering him, but the amount of people that they got booing him is outweighing it and it's not just children and women like they they are they are getting the booze in a good way uh just by being like just assholes um and i love that for them especially christian who yeah very much one of the most underrated careers in wrestling history
0: i'm so excited to see just like the address someone like someone pointed out like christian cage like put set an address on television and when they looked it up it was a cemetery because like he was talking about like where his dad was or i don't remember the exact context i'm i'm blanking on it but yeah it was just like goddamn dude i this plays into the one of the stories that we'll get to later on but this run for christian cage like you said is just what a way to go out on if this... Is, you have to assume he is in the, the twilight of his career. Yeah. But, oh, I it's been so good. And Danu Garcia, like, ever since the uh, Continental Classic tournament, mm-hmm. has also just kind of been on another level. Which we've always known how talented he is, but now he's got a story to sink his teeth into. And it isn't all goofy, and it isn't all, you know, bogged down in the Jericho-verse. Yeah. And it, he's thriving. Yeah. And you just love to see it to the point where it's like okay i kind of want christian cage to be the forever tnt champion but also would not be upset if garcia took it here yeah and had a good run with it like there there, there are options i do like i said i think there's going to be some fuck shit that annoys me with kill switch and wayne and, and all of that but it's pro wrestling It it's Roman Reigns has been doing it for 16 years now, so Christian can get a pass for doing it for a year-ish. Yeah. Less than. Uh, Another match that, like, there's not much of a story behind it, but I'm genuinely okay with it, and the less story that is involved in this match is better for everyone, because Will Ospreay taking on Konosuke Takeshita Two members of the Don Callis family having a match. Yeah, I don't need Callis to turn on Osprey or Takeshita. Like, either I don't want him to get involved. I don't want Hobbs to get involved. I don't want Fletcher to get involved. Like, just let these two work. Yeah, and I'm my heart's gonna be real full.
1: It's gonna because yeah, that could if you if you just let them be. This could be one of the more insane matches that you can see live. The, like this could be match of the year. Yo, hundred yeah, percent, yeah. Between the two of them, if
0: given the opportunity, could absolutely put on a match of the year contender. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. There could also just it could they could also be putting on a match of the year contender, and then Callus comes out with the screwdriver and turns on somebody, and then they get sucked into a nine month feud. But like. Fingers crossed, buddy. That we just Let's... get the
1: first one. Please just give us the first one.
0: Because I really do like. I genuinely like. I feel it in my soul that like. I think the odds would be better, of it happening if Omega was healthy. Because like, it would be kind of neat to see Omega team with Osprey. Yeah. After like all of their shit, you know, and and Callus is a foil for them to go against. That's believable and is a big enough deal. But, like, I don't necessarily need that. At it least, was, like, not immediately. Like, you can do that later still. And especially now where, like, the equivalent would be, like, Osprey teaming with Jericho. Yeah, which
1: is, that'd be fun. I mean, it would be fun, but it would be way
0: less interesting. And that's yeah. me saying that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I Yeah, just, just, make, just give us a match. Like, we don't need anything, like... We're, the match is going to be fancy in and of itself we don't right. need a bunch of window dressing like at a certain point if you give me a good enough steak the side doesn't matter you don't even have to give me a side necessarily if the steak is that good I think this match could just be that good without the side dressing like this is Nakamura Sami Zayn at the NXT before that Nakamura showed up I don't need a story yeah I don't just give me give me Takeshka and fucking Osprey and I'll be happier than a pig in shit. Yep. Gimme, gimme.
0: Uh, everything else is a championship match. Uh, starting off with the Continental Crown being defended. Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. Speaking of match of the year contender. Yeah. Speak about a story firing on all cylinders. Yeah. If Kingston loses, he loses the the championship. If Danielson loses, he has to shake Eddie Kingston's hand. <laughs> it's and like, so good. It's so good. That kind of shit usually annoys me in wrestling of just like, who gives a shit? I do. Danielson. I give a shit. <laughs> and you know why I give a shit? Because it is very clear that Eddie Kingston gives a shit and Brian Danielson gives a yeah. shit. And like their work and their real life animosity and history and all of that. Just like it, boy, this is how you do a, no, actually in real life, I don't like this guy. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's what's been missing in all of the like Seth Rollins, CM Punk stuff. Like, cause it just, it doesn't feel as genuine. It doesn't feel as genuine, but I honestly think part of that might just be because Eddie Kingston is so good at portraying genuine
1: yeah and
0: because it's like i believe that motherfucker if like eddie kingston tells me the sky's red yeah probably
1: more than likely did you hear how he said it
0: yeah <laughs> it's just i i'm i'm in on it and part of what makes this the part part of what makes me so excited for this is i know we are A decade past the whole, oh, Danielson is a ring technician, but he's not much of a character guy. He's not much of a promo guy. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we have way moved past that. But it is kind of, you know, there is still that feeling sometimes of just, like, where he truly shines is when the bell rings. And for him to show the level of character work that he is capable of as a foil to Eddie Kingston, it's so good. I yeah, and just, and like... I'm excited for the match. I'm excited to see, you know, is Eddie Kingston gonna have fun like he did with Moxley in their match in the finals of the Continental Classic? Oh, hell no. Absolutely not. No, no. Absolutely not. He's gonna yeah. be a miserable motherfucker the entire 18 minutes that yeah. they're out there. And, but it's going gone. I'm gonna be smiling ear to ear. And I also love the fact that like, okay, this is Danielson's, you know, last year as a full-time competitor. I could see him holding that continental crown like the the roh championship the the new japan Japan. the strong open weight and the continental championship like i i do like that he's defending all three against danielson i don't know if i necessarily want him to defend all three every single time uh i yeah like have him do a new Japan strong show where he defends the open weight championship, have him show up on ROH for once to defend what? the ROH title. That's a whole other conversation for another show.
1: You're, you're being a little, you're asking a little much.
0: I Yeah, I know. But I, I, so I love that the stakes are high for Kingston and just the way the interview, I want to say it was from collision last week of danielson being like no i do not respect eddie kingston just and the way he that promo he cut that interview that he did oh it was so good and it's so like, solid oh, when he has to shake eddie kingston's hand he's gonna vomit in the ring
1: oh like, oh he's gonna puke
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm so excited for this match i am so excited for this match yeah the aew women's championship timeless tony storm defending against diana perazzo Another one that, like, this match is going to rule. Yeah. And the story that they have built behind it is incredible. And I love the fact that, like, a lot of these matches weren't just built in the last, like, week or two. You know, to ca- to catch the, uh Osprey, sure. But, like, we've had weeks-long build for these matches. And a lot of the AEW shows, it's like, all right, we know three of the matches a month before. And then they announce the other 12 matches on collision the week before the pay-per-view yeah and we and this is one that's like no diana perazzo debuted and like immediately kind of called her shot and set her sights on tony storm and they like went into no again this is these are people
1: who have known each other for a long time the commitment to putting a tattoo to a feud is hands down one of the tackiest things I think I've ever seen. But there it is. I fucking love it. Uh the wet ink thing. Honestly like so and it's it's only February, but it's it won't be my moment of the year, but it's one of those where I'm going to like try to fudge it into promo video package of the year. Cuz again, the commitment, and granted, she didn't do a cover up. Whenever she, they first started showing the promo, I was like, "She covered up the tattoo." She didn't go that deep into it, fortunately. But like to do to work around the like matching tattoo they have, and to put like a dagger through it, like the old American traditional like daggers they do in those tattoos, where it like goes through the skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's hokey, and it's ridiculous, but I fucking love it. Like, it is exactly like if if you were looking at the way a character works, like if you're just, if you're Tony Storm and you're sitting there being like, what would Tony, timeless Tony Storm do? Well, she would get a cover up. Well, I'm actually friends with this person, so I can't go that deep into it. But what's the, like, where, where can I work with this? That, that's exactly what I'm doing. And the, like, that was a permanent life choice she made for this feud. And I fucking love it. Like, this is going to be my feud of the year, just so you know. Because they went that deep.
0: Because Dalton's commitment to impulse tattoos. <laughs> Fuck you.
1: <laughs> I hate you. Come to how the many, next...
0: how many tattoos have you
1: gotten in the last ten days? Two. Yeah, there you go. Don't ask okay. me three in the I've gotten three in twenty twenty four so far. Yeah. We're not even in the third month yet. We're four nope. hours away.
0: I uh I, yeah, I'm excited for this matchup. And like you said, just like, it is the level of just camp. Cause like, it doesn't feel like it raises the stakes necessarily,
1: but it does in for a way Timeless that you think Storm. think it should. Yeah.
0: But yeah, but for Timeless Tony Storm. it also it kind of lets the AEW production team flex their muscles. Cause like the that shot when... where they're both on the ramp on opposite sides and yeah. like they, it, the screen was split down the middle of black and white and, uh, Parazzo in, in, in high definition color. Like it's fun. So this is another one, though. I think there's going to be some fuck shit because, you know, Mariah May, Luther, they're going to get involved. You, you have to assume. But the ride will be fun.
1: Who would have thought that mental break would have given us the best shit in Tony Storm's career? I'm grateful for so it. Good. I'm so grateful for it because, like, I thought I was going to hate it at first. And then she threw the shoe at Renee. And I was like, in, fucking in, whatever, whatever ride you want to take me on, I'm here for it. Chin up, tits out. Tits out and watch, watch out for, for the, the shoe. shoe uh
0: the international the aw international championship will be defended as orange cassidy takes on roderick strong
1: uh, <laughs> this match is gonna be dumb
0: this is another one that i'm just like just let him, just let them go just let him go i don't need the undisputed kingdom i don't need best friends i don't need i take it back i need dan Housen. uh the one thing that I would have changed if they had done the Meat Madness match, it would have been Brody, King, uh Miro, Hobbs, Archer, Wardlow, Danhausen. Uh yes, that's where I was going to go. And then just randomly have Danhausen in there. Yeah. Cuz also, why the fuck are we not seeing Danhausen every minute? on television this is bullshit
1: it yeah uh, that that whole situation seems weird because like you, he's just not really around anymore and he's cleared
0: yeah they like, did the thing of just like he's coming back and then he missed the date that they advertised him for he didn't come back and it was just like oh this is rough but i'm excited for this match a lot this is another one like you said just like just let him go i don't i don't need a bunch of the outside interference uh, no stuff, but
1: I need, I, I'm i sorry, I need Mike Bennett to go in there, I need him to punch him in the wiener, and I needed him to hit him with a pile driver. I, I need you to know that's a thing that has to happen, like, you know how much you want Danhausen. I want Mike Bennett to go in there and punch one in the wiener and hit him with a pile driver. I'm so upset I never bought that shirt. Is that shirt still available? I was going to say, I-, it's, I think they were still wearing
0: it as of a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it's so stupid, I love it. I but yeah, this is Roderick Strong is so good. Orange Cassidy is so good. Uh, I do think that Roderick Strong takes it off of Cassidy though. Yeah. Just because of the like, they're kind of re- they're lightly retreading some territory of just like okay, Orange Cassidy has this title, and now he's overexerting himself. He's overextending himself as champion. He had the Texas Death Match uh, last week or the week before. And now he's going into a big pay-per-view matchup. And I also think that like undisputed kingdom does need something to kind of heat them up a little bit. Yeah. And winning this championship could do that. Same thing with like Wardlow getting named the number one contender for the world title could do that as well. Uh, or have him do both. Be yeah. like, no, we're going all like we're going all in on this faction being the big deal of the show. You yeah. Know, on top of whoever leaves his as, as world title, world champion.
1: AEW does really have an issue with the heel stables right now. Like they got a... like it. They got a lot of groups, and if they didn't,
0: I mean ha- they've had AEW's had has had like all it's all stables wrestling for a few years now, though.
1: Yeah, it well, like yeah, and I think it's the least interesting thing about it sometimes because, like you said, the Jericho verse is the second someone gets pulled into that, I just stop caring. Yeah, because it's yeah and. I would love for them to give the Undisputed Kingdom the top billing spot, but with Adam Cole injured and just, like, I don't want Wardlow with the world title because there's more people that I'd rather see with it right now. Give Roddy the uh, international. That's fucking perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, that is the perfect... I'm not saying
0: Wardlow should win the world title. No, but just him getting saying, the recognition. Like, him being that, yeah. in that mix it makes sense. Although that said, I do think Wardlow is an eventual world champion and I will not be sad when it happens. Oh,
1: a hundred percent. I just not right now.
0: Yeah. Because it, it, it goes back to the, the rock Roman reigns thing of, it's just like, yes, that is a thing that we would like, but the timing isn't right. We don't want it right yeah. now. Yeah, You're yeah, showing yeah. me, you're showing me the last season of breaking bad. Don't, Interrupt the last season of Breaking Bad with like, hey, but what if we bring back Twin Peaks? Remember Twin Peaks? You loved that. Like, well, yeah, I want that, but just not right now because you're you're giving me good shit now. Yeah, it, it's the same thing with with Wardlow at the point, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. This is this match is gonna rule. Like, they're going to do amazing stuff. I'm just again, they could do some fuck shit that I wouldn't super love, but. It won't sting as much because, like, I expect it going in. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, the triple threat or the three-way match for the AEW World Championship, Samoa Joe defends against Hangman Adam Page and Swerve Strickland. And Dalton, I'm going to say this right now, Samoa Joe pins Adam Page. Or he <sighs> chokes out Adam Page. Yeah. And then we get a proper Joe-Swerve feud- And that'll be the next... That's gonna be when Swerve wins the title, finally. Um, Yeah. That or Swerve wins. That's the one I
1: want. That's the one I want. That that (laughs) one right there. That's the one that's...
0: I don't give a... I don't
1: give a fuck. I want Swerve to win. I'm sorry, can you take away the fact that Samoa Joe is the AEW world champion? Absolutely not. Can you take away the fact that Hangman Adam Page is an AEW champion? Of course not. Put it on, Swerve! God damn it! Sorry, I got loud. Um, I I need it. Ace, if he wins it, if he wins it on Sunday, I get my action figure on Monday. Do you know what I get to do then? I get to put the belt on Swerve, and he can be standing in the middle in between the uh uh acclaimed. Mm-hmm. I need it. Just, just, I just want the universe to give me something I want. It's Samoa like, Joe is the current champion. They gave you something you wanted. I know, and so was Hangman the universe be given I want him to give me a little bit more just give me a little bit more that's all I want I got motherfuckers trying to get me into match the gathering I need the universe to balance me out a little bit they're, a little they're, bit. Go, they're making Fallout and Assassin's Creed cards yeah I know Jesse is uh, Jesse's awesome a motherfucker of the week along with Success Vision and Kate because he was privately messaging me you have no idea if I had the
0: diabolical mind that Jesse had last night you would be fucked don't even tell me I, I, it would, it was going to be, he was like, oh, cause when I was telling him about finding that Billy gun uh uh-huh. and being like, oh, well, what, you know, what can I, what will you do for the Billy gun figure? I should have said, give me the Tony, trade me the Tony storm and you have to come and hang out with us when we
1: play magic next week. Oh, well, I'm happy you didn't put that conditional too. Yeah, I didn't, I, <laughs> I should have, but, but no,
0: I. I On the one hand, I agree with you because like, yes, yeah, Samoa Joe is world champion. He got a huge win over MJF, tapped him out like it wasn't as dirty as it could have been. And he beat Hook. What more could you want from a Samoa Joe title range? Just put it on Swerve. I know that we haven't But, it, a- but it very much is, but it very much is the, while the iron is hot. Yeah. And, and Swerve, I think there is no doubt in my mind that Swerve can maintain the momentum i have less faith in aew's booking as a whole see i'm giving him like really meaningful stuff so i do i kind of do think that it's going to be i don't know i just there's so many ways that this could go Mm -hmm. like do you have swerve beat page to continue that do you have him beat so joe then has a claim do you have him beat Joe? So then Paige can be like, no, you didn't beat me for the title and you didn't beat me for the number one contendership because that was a draw. But you've beaten me every other time. So I like... Right. And then so it's like, do you, so do you keep going with that feud? Like, I don't know. If you I if just... you
1: keep going with that feud, Paige has to pin Joe. Like if that's your feud, you, yeah. Paige is going to have to beat Joe. Paige is then going to have to beat Joe again to get Joe all the way out of the way. for, mm. And he could do that at big business or whatever um, if that's not that and then at oh will that be double or nothing fuck great pay-per-view for um swerve to beat hangman because you can i think sorry i'm i'm trying to i was
0: gonna say is like do we time out what's happening
1: yeah yeah no i'm trying to think if uh was double or nothing the first one is that the one where jericho beat page for the title i think so yeah so and that was 2019 if five years later he walks in as a champion and you have swerve beat him Mm -hmm. whenever page was the upstart that couldn't win the belt and now page is the quote-unquote veteran that couldn't maintain the belt at double double or nothing you could tell a fun little through line that way um
0: i mean there's there's all sorts of different ways that this could go i'm excited
1: for it i think the match is going to rule I think at this point, Swerve is going to be, for at least another six, seven months, is going to be very untouchable with how over he is. Unless they mm-hmm. unless they fuck him. Yeah. But I, AEW's not going to do that because they're probably... That's probably one of their best, like, investments on signing someone. Mm-hmm. And just the return on investment. That's, that's your best one on one of these WWE signings by a lot. And
0: I... My only, my biggest concern is it would be, it's more feasible if, because it's more of a WWE move, booking Mm -hmm. move, but if they do something where Nana screws Strickland, or Cage screws Strickland, or something like that to cement the face turn. Yeah. But yeah, no, even if Mogul Embassy splits, I want Strickland and and Prince Nana to stay.
1: They're not going to separate that. That's their money right now.
0: I, I, again, I hope so, but, like, wrestling has burned me. The AEW is a lot better about not doing that. Again, you're right, but I've been hurt before, and they are very much not above being like, ah, oh, they've, they've pulled some, oh, really?
1: Some fu- Moments. Uh, shit, yeah.
0: A lot of their stuff is, so. a lot of, more of my criticism with AEW is more of just, like, lies of omission in the sense of, like, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you following up with somebody? But like still, uh, either way, I just like, I, it's, I love that. I don't know who's leaving as champion. Yeah. Like this is very much a match that I could, I could literally think, make a str. I could make an argument for all three of them winning that matchup and it making sense in me being happy with it.
1: I hate that. I don't know if swerve's walking out with the championship. Oh, well, there's one way to
0: find out buddy. And that's this (laughs) Sunday on with,
1: pay-per-view with, for spending 49.99 with maybe you know, maybe get a watch at new glasses that'd be fun
0: <laughs> with a smile on my face as i swipe the card and then the final match to talk about is sting's retirement oh. match yeah dumbass <laughs> i forgot i was like wait there's another match my bad those, gra- those glasses f- fried your brain uh <laughs> the t- or tornado tag match for the aew world tag team championships as sting and darby allen defend against the young bucks the evps matthew and nicholas jackson in sting's final match this is the match i'm the least excited for because you don't want sting to die in the ring
1: i don't like retirement matches um and it goes back to what you just said about wrestling burning you Mm -hmm. like it's taken a lot of online discourse like self-control to not be like yeah i can't wait till he comes back in four months because like everybody's done it there's not a single wrestler that has retired and stayed retired unless they died or physically couldn't get out of a chair and even then i think it's happened so, like... And, like, it's gonna be a good match. Like, it's gonna be a good match. Sting is gonna do something stupid, and I hope he survives it. But, like, I just can't get excited for retirement matches nowadays. I will say the best thing coming out of this retirement match is that there's a really fucking dope, uh, like, Eras of Sting shirt on AEW Shop right now that is super fucking cool. Um, But, yeah, no. I, like... It's going to be fun, but it's like the one match that I'm like, well, the Bucks are going to win because it's a retirement match, and that's kind of the point. And, like, I like what the Bucks are doing. I think this is fun. But I just, I don't know. This is not, this is not it for me. Yes, Asa, you're you're smiling about something.
0: Yeah, so I, I was curious of just, like, Ugh, dumb motherfucker um me no the so you mentioned like there isn't a wrestler who's retired and meant it yeah and like and I, so i just googled real quick 10 wrestlers who stayed retired like, or i re- googled wrestlers who stayed retired
1: i swear to god um, if they say rick flair i'm i'm driving to your house no, and no, slapping you. No, 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 no. okay 10
0: wrestlers who retired and actually meant it this is uh from the Sp- alex Hogler on the sportster published october 5th 2019 Oh, good. So good. keep that in mind. Keep yeah. that in mind. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Go ahead. To Asa. Nerdy's part of the ring ripping ripping off the shit list. Uh, <laughs> from kind of funny. Number ten, Corey Graves. But that's a injury. That was that's... an injury. Forced two by injury. AJ Lee, so far has stayed retired. But yes, got to be a matter. But it doesn't a matter of time. have a retirement match. It's still. Go Number ahead. eight, JBL. And outside of like.
1: Yeah. All right. He might have. He might have
0: done a APA like segment where he line from hell somebody. But yeah, like, the the ascension. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if that was after the fact.
1: Uh, oh, Michelle McCool. It's She's that, been he, in fucking Royal Rumble. Oh, go fuck yourself, sports. Twenty nineteen. Twenty
0: nineteen.
1: Go ahead. Twenty nineteen. Yep. I'm proving my point though. Number six. <laughs> Christian. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Best <laughs> run in his career go ahead number five scott hall dead not fair number four
0: ultimate warrior dead which they and he mentions in in the in the ultimate warrior one he does mention that he died yeah number three sting (laughs) (laughs) and in this last paragraph (laughs) this is why i was like oh he's a dumb motherfucker Sting was advised to retire following the injury which he did. The icon was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2016, and though Sting continues to tease that he's not fully he's fully not done, it's hard to imagine the 60-year-old going back on his word at this point. <laughs> Dumb motherfucker. Number 2, Edge. <laughs>
1: And number one, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> oh, that one hurts. And see, that's why I don't give a fuck about retirement oh. matches. Cause see, but
0: like, I genuinely think, I genuinely think that Sting has a better head on his shoulders and has a better understanding. And also, look at the placement of his career. Yeah. This AEW run, which is arguably his most iconic work that he's done since WCW. Okay, thank you. There, I know what I'm talking about sometimes, okay. but like, this is bonus. Yeah, this is all like this was not guaranteed. He easily could have had that match with Rollins be his last ever matchup. Yeah, and he knows that. And I think at this point he's what
1: 65. I think so. We'll get a we'll get an age on that. Go ahead, keep talking.
0: I think that, like, even if this matches the drizzling shits, which I just I really can't imagine it won't be, you know, I'm sure he'll have a more limited role in it. But like, still, I think that he is going to look at this and be like, yeah, this is a good end cap. And I just I don't see a mm-hmm. now smash cut to sting versus whoever in two years Or, you know, showing up. I don't think we see Sting as a build competitor again after this. Will he make appearances? Sure. Will he drop somebody with a Scorpion Death Drop? Sure. But, like, I do think, I genuinely feel like this is going to be his last match. Um, Because, also, Sting doesn't have a million alimonies to pay.
1: That's true. Only one. And it is
0: going to be, it is simultaneously going to be the funniest and most infuriating thing when Ric Flair costs him the match.
1: Yeah, so, uh, Sting is 64, he turns 65 in three weeks. Um, literally yeah. 65 in three weeks. Uh, I just, like, it's gonna be good. I just, like I said, I just don't care about retirement matches. Because, like, and again, this is... I'm probably the biggest Terry Funk fan you know. Like, I'm aware of the bit. Beyond the Mat right. was his retirement match. Mm-hmm. And ECW had just started up at the same time. Like, I'm aware. Um... I I think that's kind of my problem with it. Like, it'll be good. It's going to be a good match. Like, it's going to be fun. The Bucks and Sting are going to figure out some really cool shit to do. I like what the Bucks are doing right now
0: because it's Mm -hmm. very
1: much just, like, it's feeding into a lot of really shitty people on the internet and just kind of giving them what they want while also meaning that AEW gets to make money while being dickheads and not like tongue-in-cheek dickheads like they were post the the first brawl out Uh, or brawl out. Then it was brawl in. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Um yeah, no, like it'll be good. It's just one of those things. Like it's hard to get me excited for retirement. Like even whenever he announced it, I was like, okay. Like there was like it's cool, and I'm gonna watch it because I'm buying the pay per view, but like I am not all in. Like oh fuck, it Sting's last match. Even though I I am a big fan of Sting. Like after the fact, like I didn't watch any of his shit live until Impact. Um, like one of the best entering talents of all time he is the best wrestler to never win uh maybe not the best he is in the top three best wrestlers to never win the wwf championship uh that's a whole other conversation but i'm sticking to it that's fine you can yeah because i know it's, it's it's funk and sting and i can't tell you who the third is off the top of my head but i'll figure it out dusty okay Mr. perfect no, I no, no no, Dusty's the right answer. I'm not like I love perfect, but it's it's Jake the st- Snake Roberts. I no, I'm sticking with the three that I've said Sting, That's Dusty, fine. No, I'm Funk. just giving yeah. I am just giving you Oh yeah, there's of others. of like There's others, but I think those are the three best wrestlers to never win that title. Mm-hmm. Is Sting, Dusty and um Funk. Um uh, cuz I almost said he was the best and I was like, nope, can't say that about Terry Funk. I think Sting would be my number 2. Because, like, I love Dusty, but Sting has had one of the most impressive careers without ever holding that title. And I think the only person that you can claim has a better one is uh Terry Funk. Um uh, But anyway, like, this will be good. I just... It's hard for me to care about retirement matches because it's either... It's not going to live... It's going to be a tribute band where we're going to see all of the best things that, that Sting ever did. And then some stupid shit that he probably shouldn't be doing at the age of 65. Um... Or it's gonna be bad. I don't think it's gonna be it's not gonna be Ric Flair's last match bad. I don't think it's gonna be bad at all. It literally just, can't be. That's true, yeah. As
0: I could as, wrestle in a match and it would and it would be better than Ric Flair's last match.
1: I agree, because that was rough. Um it's the one time I know I could outperform Rick. Uh yeah, it's just one of those things I'm not super excited for. And like, and I'm aware, and I'm not trying to be like contrite, I'm not trying to be that fucking guy on the internet that's just like, oh, well that's not what I'm trying to do right now. I'm just giving you an honest take of, yeah, I don't get into retirement matches. I used to, whenever Flair was retired by Shawn Michaels, I was super invested. And then what happened? Yeah. I was super invested in Shawn Michaels losing to The Undertaker. And then, how mad was I, uh, WrestleMania two years ago, whenever Stone Cold mm-hmm. Steve Austin had, I was fucking, we, we, you, you and fucking barbed wire were Googling shit to try to prove me wrong just to be little twats to, to, to prove a correct point. But it wasn't the point that I was There making. it is.
0: That was what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, except remember we were correct.
1: Yes, but it we wasn't. You were mad about
0: us being correct.
1: I was mad about the whole situation. You guys being correct was just a little fucking cherry on top of the shit sandwich.
0: I just, I, again, this is one that I'm, you know, I, I, I believe sting when he said, and it, a part of it too is how far in advance he said. Yeah. Like, Hey, I, this is when I'm like, this is when I plan on being done. And I think that kind of adds a little bit of weight to it. Um, I do think that this is going to be his last match. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I very much hate going to hate Ric Flair's involvement in it. Um, cause it's totally unnecessary. And I, Honestly, the, like, greatest hits, best of, like, good. Yeah. Like, we got him coming down from the rafters in, you know, on Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, on his last television appearance, like, you know, which that, it, I will say, like, them being like, this is last, Sting's last Dynamite appearance. No, it's not. Yeah. It'll be his last Dynamite appearance as an active competitor. Yeah but it's he's absolutely not going to never show up on dynamite again. Like you don't you t- you're, you're going to look me in the eye and tell me when Darby wins the AEW title in 2 years that Sting's not there. Yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely
1: not. I mean Sting's so. going to Sting's going to be there on Wednesday cuz they're going to he Sting may not be there, but Steve Borden's definitely going to fucking be there. Because yeah, they're gonna do a so. send-off thing. Because like they're gonna get Steamboat, they're gonna get fucking Flair. Like, well, unless Flair costs them the match.
0: I think I think they do that on Sunday. I really I, do because they were because they were because they've already been talking about like the people of who and won't who will or won't be there. Like Luger alluded to the fact that he was gonna be there. Kevin Nash had the weird like response to people asking him and then going back on what he said and which is a weird thing. Yeah, um, Nash. Is so the best. I don't know. I. I think it'll be, well, uh, I think it'll be, I I think Sunday's it. Yeah. Now, it would make sense, like, especially if they lose. I do think it does make sense to have, like, a farewell Sting thing, unless he doesn't want it. Because this all very much seems like Tony Khan has been like, okay, what does Sting want to do for Sting's retirement? Okay, that is what we're doing. And if he doesn't want to have some big, you know, Ric Flair send-off ceremony, then it's just, it won't happen. So. But that's Revolution. It's a stacked card. I'm super excited to watch it. I am not super excited for work Monday morning. That's going to be rough. But, you know, sacrifices, Dalton. Really, we're the heroes. Goddamn, yeah. 100%. Uh, let's rapid-fire some news of the week, starting with some very, very unfortunate news. Um, the wrestling world lost both Ole Anderson and Virgil, uh, this past week, Ole Anderson, very well before my time, but was someone that like the stuff that I have seen of like the old school four horsemen stuff like that. Like it's immediately obvious how talented he was. Yeah. Um, and even though Virgil very much became kind of a meme, the last ten years plus, uh, the the moment of him attacking Million Dollar Man yeah. is just like one of the all time great reactions. Like you can watch that and just be like, that crowd was so excited for it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and he got to be a part of that, uh, or and that was that was on him. Uh, mm-hmm. Super like it's it sucks to lose anybody, um, but to lose two in a week. Like we had that happen back in August, August September of last year. It sucks, and it's just one of those because, like, no matter how big or how small, if it's especially like Virgil, somebody that, like you said, was a meme, like, but was beloved in the wrestling community. Like he was kind of, he was all he was our goofy uncle. Like that was the wrestling's goofy uncle for the longest time. Joey Janela had a really sweet, uh, like tribute to him. Yeah. About, like, I wanted him for GCW. Anytime I had, like, anytime I was around him, he, like, I never didn't have a story afterwards. Right. Like, that's pretty awesome. I, like, I'm familiar with Ole Anderson's work. It's just not one of those that ever, like, super resonated with me. Like, if you like old school wrestling, Ole Anderson was your guy. Because Ole Anderson was fucking old school wrestling. If that's your style, that was one of your guys. Like... Dude was immensely talented in the era that he was, uh, a part of, uh, but yeah, so solid yeah. legacies to leave behind. It's a bummer for the families. I, yeah.
0: Yep. All our best to the friends and family and fans of, uh, both Anderson and Virgil, but, um, going on transitioning out of that is always rough. So we're just going to keep going. Uh, Tama Tonga is reportedly going to WWE. Uh, he, we know that he, his deal with new Japan is up and apparently the two had been in talks. W the Tom Taga WWE have had talks like for a long time now, Yeah, like, pretty consistently. Like it is a, when his last, you know, when the new Japan deal comes up, he's usually in talks with them. So be here. Cur- it would be, uh, cool to see what he does. If he does end up, uh, if he does end up there,
1: someone on, uh, and I don't remember who it was on TikTok, was just like, that's a Bloodline story you could get me involved with if we could have the Samoans versus the Tongans. And I was like, oh shit, if we could get, like, Haku to come and manage a little bit and just scare Roman. Holy shit, did
0: you see the video of Haku watching the Shockmaster clip for the first time? No. Oh my god, Dark Side of the Ring uh, posted it. Like, it's recent. Like, he's, it's they interview him they're interviewing him and they show him the clip and he'd never seen it before (laughs) and it is just the most like it he he, he, it's the funniest thing in the world to him because obviously it is yeah yeah. but oh
1: it's it's fantastic but yeah that would rule i'd I'd be super on board with that you could get me to care about the bloodline again if you gave me that because like that would actually that's that would be interesting and to tie a lot of wrestling history into a current story angle that actually made sense would be amazing
0: yeah uh minoru suzuki has a finish has officially finished with new japan pro wrestling as well uh and remember what we were talking about a couple weeks ago of just like man losing okada is gonna suck but at least they have so many people like as you know that they can fall back on yeah they've lost jay white they've lost tamatanga Os- they they've lost, osprey. lost osprey they've lost and now they're losing suzuki who
1: yeah stiff uh, I I don't think I necessarily want a like full time WWE like run for Suzuki. I wouldn't hate it. I do want a one off Jushin Thunder Liger match, like what they did with Liger in NXT. Mm-hmm. I think it would be dope as hell if we got Minoru Suzuki versus Gunther one time in a WWE ring. That's what I was
0: getting ready to say. I was like, "There's literally only one match."
1: Yeah, if Suzuki goes to WWE
0: and he doesn't wrestle the one person, then what's the fucking point? And yeah. it's Gunther.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's,
0: it's Gunther. It's our truth
1: <laughs> Oh, God, no.
0: That match would fucking rule, <laughs> yeah. and you know it would.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see a uh, dead body, though.
0: And it's McIntyre. Yeah. Those are my three. Obviously, him versus Rollins, or Rhodes, or Sheamus. Punk. Or Sheamus is up there. Um... Roman, he, like any of those matches would be great. Yeah. But it's Gunther with a fucking number 1 with a bullet. Yeah. Um breaking news. TNA wrestling has uh, officially signed Alex Hammerstone. Let's go. Good for him. So, that'll be fun. Uh give me Hammerstone versus something uh every week until both of their contracts run out and then just do continue to do that match forever. Cuz yeah. there's your fucking meat madness. Yeah, 100%. Uh, And then the bonus news story of the day of the week, uh, Dalton, is so every year Fightful does their year end awards. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've officially announced after AJ Styles flew across the world to cost L.A. Knight the Elimination Chamber matchup. uh, They're adding a new category to their end of year awards, uh, Hater of the Year. (laughs) <laughs> and that just awesome. makes my heart happy that's, that's amazing that's funny. <laughs> and so like several segments on this podcast we will be ripping that off and adding hater of the year <laughs> Your- to the end of year nerdiest part of the and ring
1: somehow it always ends up being each other just oh, we don't know how it happens
0: <laughs> Um, I feel like this has become our Matt Damon on Jimmy Kimmel bit Mm-hmm. But we are legitimately out of time <laughs> to do wrestling with articulation.
1: Hey, can everybody go buy Brody King and Buddy Matthews from Unrivaled Unmatched 8? Because if you have an Alistair Black to go with it, it fucking rules. Okay, I'm good. No, um,
0: real quick, what which would you rather talk about? 2K twenty four or the AEW uncirculated?
1: 2, 2k24 because that comes out next week and my hatred for the uncirculated f- figures lasts forever um that's fair um we haven't surprisingly we have not talked about this on this
0: show yet but uh granted now there's so much more news we do know that they've added casket matches they've added ambulance yes. matches special um, guest
1: referees in there
0: which is a weird thing that like i didn't even realize was gone which you know i don't yeah, I, I don't play this game so it
1: hasn't been there since 2k14
0: holy shit okay yeah
1: because it was it was because 2k14 is probably my my favorite wrestling game of all time is 2k14 Mm -hmm. god damn zeb shut up sorry that (laughs) one was i I heard it through headphones i heard it that was the first one i've heard yeah which is good we've been doing this for a while but um i hope he's okay uh that hasn't been in for like 10 years almost or no exactly 10 years uh i am excited for this game the dlc is this is like the first time dlc has like truly excited me in a wrestling game because Mm -hmm. they're punk it sounds like they're like bringing everybody list yeah no it's go through it the full list yes in a second the full list is enough to make me excited to buy a game anyway but go ahead Mm -hmm. so dlc number one ecw
0: punk pack may 15th cm punk bubba and devon dudley sandman terry funk uh, and then an ECW Paul Heyman manager card and superstar cards for the My Faction uh, DLC. Two is Post Malone and Friends. It's June twenty sixth. Playable characters: Post Malone, Sensational Sherry, Mosh and Thrasher, Donkey <laughs> Tonk Man, Jimmy Hart as a manager, uh, and then uh, uh, My Faction cards. You, all right, Lynch really, aren't.
1: really quick. My Faction cards come with every DLC pack, so you can stop saying that. It just comes in, like if you have the DLC, you get the cards in My Faction immediately. Sure. Okay. Okay, just so that way you don't have to keep saying it. DLC
0: 3 Pat McAfee Pack July 24th. Pat McAfee playable co-hosts. Stay tuned for more info. Um and then co-host manager cards. So I guess that's going to be they're going to be playable and they'll be in the my faction.
1: Yeah, potentially, whatever that means.
0: Give me Greg Miller. Right. As a playable manager. He hosts This Is Awesome on Peacock, uh, DLC 4 Global Superstars Pack, September 20th, Jade Cargill, Nia Jax, Michelle McCool, Carlito, Kyrie Sane, Lyra Valkyria, Dragon Lee, uh, my faction, and then the WCW Pack, November 13th, DDP, Iron Sheik, Mr. Perfect, Great Muta, Lex Luger, and then the faction content.
1: Yeah, Muda coming in like that was an insane one for me that's pretty wild we're getting muda that's awesome which makes sense which like i know the two case contracts and the um mattel contracts are separate give me a fucking great muda elite that's all i want it it can be any era of great muda like i don't give just give it to me i want a muda like that's a glaring omission in my collection and i don't want to buy the bandai one that has the spray mist in the head that's weird i don't like it um but yeah, no, I'm excited for this game. Uh, I gotta pre-order it. It comes out next week, which means so in two weeks I'll have a review. Spoiler: alert, It plays just like 2K23, but there's newer matches, and I may <laughs> and or may not like the showcase. Also, the the f- 40 years of WrestleMania doesn't come immediately. It's like dropping in the summer. Oh, that sucks. I mean, it's it does. I hope there's a showcase mode to kind of supplement it. Um, oh and a big one and this was one that you've heard me complain about since uh 2K22 um the my faction like exclusive characters are going to be playable in the base game you have to unlock them in my faction though i don't know what that looks like yet and that could be a lot of fuck shit but the fact that they're going to give us the option is cool
0: I like that though. Like that's cool. Like I do I do dig that. And like even it. hopefully it isn't as cash grabby as my faction mode can be, but I do like the fact that you can actually use them in the base game because that always blew my mind that that oh, wasn't the yeah. thing. That's that just that wasn't how those worked. You so. could
1: only get 98 Shawn Michaels in two games through a fuck and you could only play it in that mode. Fucking sucks. Cuz like we've yeah. had 05 Sean for the last 2 years. Give me 98, Sean, because that's who I want to play as, because you have fucking 98, Brett. Like, let me me play matches with those guys. Um, I'm very excited for this game. I feel like 2K has finally really figured out how to do these games properly since Yuke's left. Mm -hmm. So, like, 2K22, the game felt great. All right, we have a return to form. 23 was an overall great game. Now they know what they're doing. They have a couple years behind them, so now they can put effort into how to make the game better, not just how to make the game playable and work. So yeah. I'm excited for 2K24 a whole lot. Uh, last
0: question, and then we'll get out of here. Do you, is the is the the WrestleMania 40 Years of WrestleMania the showcase mode? That's not DLC paid. Like that'll it's if you own the game, you will be able to, like you'll get it for free, right? Oh,
1: I don't know. Because uh, like here's the thing, I don't know if there's a showcase outside of the 40 Years of WrestleMania.
0: That's what I mean. Like because like, typically there, that there, is there, just part of the base game.
1: Yeah, the showcase usually is. Um, I think to get it, you have to have like you have to get the hundred and twenty dollars version. You just don't get it right mm-hmm. away. But if that's the DLC for it, like if that's your like NWO pack that from a couple years ago, it seems like this one's actually going to be worth spending a hundred and twenty dollars for. Yeah, Cause because like, they're because they're locking a core chunk of the game behind it. So of course it'll be worth it. No, they like the forty years of WrestleMania thing was made just for that version it's not like 2k 40 where or 40 2k 14 where that was just the showcase mode like you get a full career mode you're getting brand new matches you get an insane roster the 40 years of wrestlemania is literally what they call the super deluxe edition so like yes you get that if you buy that version of the game that pack will also be available for like 30 30 bucks in like four months after the game drops like, it won't be locked to the Super Deluxe thing. You can buy it later. You just have to wait a couple months to do it. They do that every year with their Super Deluxe shit. Because I think it was the OVW... Or, well, they didn't call it OVW, obviously. But, like, the O2 OVW class where you got Leviathan, Lesnar in O2 and O2, or O1 and, uh Prototype and Orton. Like, and, and the same thing with NWO two years before. Are like, you
0: sure it's not coming at launch
1: I believe they announced it. Uh WWE 2K24. Because
0: GameSpot.com, February 28th, WWE 2K24 Showcase Match List and All Rewards. Showcase Mode has become a mainstay of the WWE 2K series, and in 2K24, the developers are using the historical mode to walk players down memory lane once more, but this time it's not focused on any one WWE superstar. Instead, it covers many of the past four decades of WrestleMania's Greatest Moments. Um... More than a dozen matches featured in the mode. Some are being left as a surprise for launch day. All right, so You'll come back on March 4th to view the complete list
1: of showcase matches. So, Bleacher Report has an article 40 years of WrestleMania packs, showcase superstars, roster unlock, WrestleMania 40 arena, Match some attires, and then the very back bottom thing says exact release date of 40 years of WrestleMania bonus pack content to be announced post launch and subject to change. So it's post-launch. So, I wonder if
0: that means that the, like, so how, like, the Pat McAfee stuff, we don't know what the co-host stuff is. hmm If the DLC, like, the DLC packs, we don't know, like, that will be announced post-launch, but the actual showcase mode is going to be part of the base game.
1: Maybe. I, I mean, would hope so. One second, let me see. Yeah, so on 2K's website... Same thing I said, showcase, and this is the 40 years of WrestleMania pack. Um, Macho King, Rey Mysterio, Triple H, uh, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley. Exact release date of 40 years of WrestleMania bonus pack content to be announced post launch. Now, that showcase superstars unlocked. Maybe the showcase mode is available day one, but to unlock these people, uh, I don't know. I think that
0: reads more of just like the bonus content will be
1: after the fact. But, I hope so. I don't know. We'll. I mean, we'll find out in a week. <laughs>
0: yeah, so but we gotta call it there, so uh, thank you everyone for tuning in. We appreciate you. Uh, if you like what we do, what we talk about, our just general nonsense, uh, make sure that you share the show. Uh, give us a good rating on whatever podcast service it is that you listen to us on. Maybe even throw a, a rating on a podcast service you don't use, because that's like algorithm stuff, but... Uh, we will be back next week, fingers crossed, talking about AEW Revolution. We are going to do kind of a uh, little bit, not a full like Sting retrospective, but we're going to be talking about some of our favorite Sting moments uh, following his retirement match. And we encourage you to, to hit us up on Twitter or threads or Instagram, wherever, at Part and let us know some of your favorite Sting moments. So, But until next week, we will talk to you soon. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and as always, watch more wrestling.